On this episode of Record Time, meet the two artists working together to attack this one-hour music challenge, and dig into the good and bad of DIY music production. Let's hear it. Music is no doubt the soundtrack to your life. But how are songs actually created? Hear artists write and record original tracks, from scratch, and in record time, as musicians are locked in a DIY studio and challenged to produce a song in just one hour, start to finish. Turn up the volume and enjoy Record Time. DIY music production in general, you know, I think of like Billie Eilish and, and her brother who record from like a bedroom studio of $3,000 worth of equipment and they win Grammys. A lot of artists have moved to an approach where you work off a laptop wherever you are instead of having a formal studio with, you know, maybe natural sound that you couldn't capture otherwise. Producing at home, you guys can kind of work remotely, I assume, during the coronavirus. What, what does DIY music production mean to you? Well, there's good and bad to it, I think. I think there's definitely something to be said about um, doing it at home because it, it lets you make your own workflow um, and and work in a way that's best for you. I mean, I, I've had the chance to to help out um, with a project that we ran out studio time for, and we went in, and it it was honestly really stressful. I played just like an electric guitar part, and it was really hard to be in a room that was two doors down trying to listen to the track that an engineer is playing and and trying to play on time when you can't see anyone else when i it's a lot easier for me to just click record on ableton and be in the same room with patrick as, as he plays something um and and i think there's a lot to be said when you said like the the natural sound i i like the way home recording sounds a lot i i don't think it necessarily needs to be super polished there's there's a quote by um one of my favorite artists is the tallest man on earth. He he's a really great folk artist, really great guitarist, and and he says that he spent his whole life um, throwing gravel into fine machinery because all of all of his music sounds like it's recorded on like an eight track, <laughs> but it's it's professionally recorded, and and a lot of the character comes from the the imperfections in it and running it through a tape machine five times to <laughs> get some crackle in it. Um, so I I don't think. It needs to be professionally recorded at all for it to have the right character. I think there's a, a big movement too in music nowadays to get like an analog sound and people go to crazy lengths to get it. Mm -hmm. I watched this like 45 minute video the other day about this guy who's like had to turn your DAW into an analog studio or something like that. <laughs> He's using like five plugins and like put like two plugins on every track and then like three more on the master track. And it like sounded better, but it just, I mean, I didn't see what was worth it about it. Um, but I do think there is like, again, like he said, something to be said for just, I really like listening to bands or artists first album. And um, the two that I've noticed recently, I was thinking about this a lot because I just got into the Avid Brothers. I mean, I've always been into the Avid Brothers, but I get around like April or May each year. I get really into the Avid Brothers. Um, and... I don't love like some of their new albums, they, like where they started working with Rick Rubin, because um, it does have just sort of this two polished sound. And the other one I notice a lot is um, the Fratellis. The Fratellis have a great first album because it sounds like it was recorded on like one microphone in a garage, and that's it probably just because it probably was. <laughs> and that's sort of like 
that that style of recording fits their music and it's it's also just like that's what i'm used to but with, like with the fratellis and so I, I, i've never really gotten into their second or uh third or I think I have a fourth album now i don't know i don't know what number it is on now but um because to me like like that style of music that style of lyrics that style of songwriting is meant to be uh is like meant to sound like really horrible <laughs> um so that's sort of too what i that was sort of a freeing realization when uh trying to record this song is i was, I was kind of like well, i want to make it sound bad you know like <laughs> i want someone to listen to this and be like this person has no clue what they're doing um because yeah. there's there's like one song in one of the uh Ava brothers first albums where you just hear the vocals like it goes like eh, and you can just hear where they like sliced the track <laughs> off <laughs> but like it works <laughs> no and it, it it just works really well like a there's a lot of artists that are fantastic and have horrible recording. I mean, I, I love like Ty Siegel and like his early, like just hard, like horribly recorded, like reverb punk. And it's, it's just really fun to listen to. And, and you don't listen to it and think, man, this sounds like it was recorded in a garage. You think like, hell yeah, this was recorded in a garage. Like, <laughs> well, I was, you're mentioning Billie Eilish and Phineas and, um, I was watching a video with them recently and I guess like when they made it, when they, when they made bad guy, um, she had like a subwoofer on a bookshelf or something. And so that sort of interlude with like the crazy, like sub like grinding bass, her subwoofer was like on the bookshelf and it vibrated the whole bookshelf or something like that. And then they like, but when you actually listen to it with headphones on, like it just was like a normal sub bass. And so I guess they strove to make it sound like it was on a vibrating bookshelf that like vibrated the whole house. So I guess in like home recording, you have stuff like that. Like that would have never happened in a professional studio. At, the other thing to be said about professional studios is I get frustrated with home recording a lot because my ideal environment would just be like surrounded by instruments that are immediately accessible and I just, I can't, I don't have enough room in my house to do that. So, um, I find myself often, or like, I don't have a comfortable enough chair, you know? So <laughs> I find myself oftentimes just like being like, well, this is too hard or like I'm uncomfortable or like, I can't get what I want. Right. So I just stop. And that's a good part about working like with Daniel or with someone else is that there's just someone to sort of push you on. So I guess. The big problem with home recording is just it's easy to give up easily. That was redundant, but it's very easy to give up. <laughs> easily. <laughs> How long have you two been songwriting both together and individually? Um, oh gosh, what year is it? Um, I can show you some really awful lyrics that we wrote in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'd say, well, let's see, I, I started playing guitar and sixth or seventh grade is when I sort of started like songwriting. Cause I joined like jazz band and sort of went to music camps over the summer and s just learned more about music. So I'd say probably sixth or seventh grade middle school in general, middle school. Yeah. So, I mean, definitely 10 years at least. I mean, we, we both, cause originally, I mean, I was like classically trained for violin. That was all I did for a long time. Um, and Patrick, 
I guess started on piano. Um, he yeah. he did classical there, and there wasn't really much room for some fun collaboration with <laughs> violin and piano as as eight year olds. But um, once we once we got <laughs> into like kind of folk stuff we we wrote some really bad uh mumford and sons ripoff lyrics stuff like that um so that was definitely like the start for us and we just kind of like uh for a few years for the start of high school didn't really do anything and then sort of it was it was kind of interesting because it was in that time probably like freshman sophomore year of high school that that was the most time away we've ever spent from each other and so it was sort of in that time that we developed um individual tastes that were yeah. not Mumford and Sons. Definitely. <laughs> and, that, and I think that's when Patrick really focused on the the technical side of like playing guitar and, and playing bass. And, and I, I went more towards like the, the technical side of producing and um, like learning Ableton. So it was a good combo. I bought a lot of instruments and Daniel bought a lot of computer stuff. Bought a lot of software. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the overlap's definitely folk. Um, we yeah bonded over like yeah Mumford and Sons was honestly what got us into like songwriting. Um, and then I think Pat Patrick, you went more the like Wolf Peck kind of like experimental like funky side of stuff for a while. <laughs> yeah, it took what actually for most of high school it was more um Alabama Shakes. Um, I was really into in high school. Uh, not as like weird stuff but i guess always sort of i don't know how to describe it um i just really liked like sort of soul r&b sort of stuff complex instrumentals yeah never really got that into like actual music from the 60s or 70s and more was into people like land bridges or the alabama shakes who sound like like when i first heard um land bridges coming home I was like, oh, this was recorded in like 1967 for sure. And then it blew my mind that it was recorded today. So, or not, well, not today, but in like 2015 or whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it, it took me a lot longer to, to find Leon Bridges. And I think, and, and during the time Patrick was getting to that, I think I was getting a lot more into like modern hip hop and um, just a lot more like rap and kind of uh, electronic music my taste in music was focused on instruments and daniel's was more focused on software production (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's that's the big difference next time daniel and patrick share their approach to songwriting and how they intend to tackle the challenge that is record time